Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 90 of the Familypreneur podcast. It is Monday, and on Mondays, we talk about marketing, and today, we are going to talk about list building. Now, this has been kind of a topic that has touched the podcast on and off over the past couple weeks. It all started back with the great Facebook blackout. We talked about that in episode number 86. And what happened two weeks ago was everybody lost Facebook for about a day, which can be detrimental when you're a business owner and you're leveraging the social media platform to grow your business and reach your customers. So in that episode, I talked about the importance of list building, but we didn't really get into the nitty gritties of how to do it. Now, if you are listening to episode number 84, we talked about landing pages as they relate to podcasters. And I did mention in that episode a couple times the ways that you can also leverage landing pages to build your email list. So we're going to start there with talking about landing pages, but we're also go- we're going to dive deeper than we did in the previous episode. And then we're also going to talk about lead ads. So lead ads are an often overlooked alternative to running conversion ads to a landing page. And oftentimes, you can get really great results using lead ads. So I'm going to estimate that the bulk of this episode will be talking about lead ads, but I'm going to start with talking about landing pages. So again, let's go back to the importance of list building. Every business owner needs an email list, okay? You all need one, and you need it because a list is something that you own, that you maintain ownership of, unlike Facebook, where you could lose your entire business page and all of your followers overnight due to a glitch, a technical issue. I mean, heaven forbid you're violating part of their terms of service and Facebook could just lock you out for for that violation. And the same is true for any social media platform. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, whatever platform you're using and you're building a followership on. Heck, if you're a podcaster, we've talked a lot about podcasting in February. Even your listenership, right? Because we don't own the the sites that are hosting our, our podcasts. So any of those platforms could fail you as a business owner and you need a fallback. And that's what having a list does for you. So number one, you need to be building an email list. Number two, you should be communicating with that email list. If you, if the thought of sending out weekly emails is overwhelming, that's fine. Send a monthly email. Just send a regular email so that you stay on people's radars. Also, make sure that you're backing up those lists. 
We just talked about how you don't own third-party platforms like Facebook and Instagram or even your podcast host like Libsyn or, or Blueberry. Remember that you don't own your list building tool either. I prefer Kartra. That's what I'm currently using. It is a paid program. So if you're looking for a free solution, I often recommend MailChimp. But those are two programs that, again, you do not own. So if their servers go down, if they get hacked, if technology fails them, it does impact you. So what you need to make sure that you're doing is backing up your list regularly so that you always have as close to an up-to-date list as possible in case of those technological mishaps. I like to go in monthly because it's easy for me to just, you know, put it in at the first of the month and back up my lists. So I highly recommend you backing up your lists. Now that we've, you know, made it clear that lists are important, that you should be emailing your lists to keep your leads warm, now let's talk about how you build your list. You need to have some sort of an offer. People are not going to give you their email address for nothing. So number one, create an offer. If you need more information about what type of an offer would be best for your business, that's where my quarterly campaign planner comes into play. So you can go and grab my quarterly campaign planner for free. It's at megbrunson.com slash plan. And one of the seven elements of a profitable Facebook ad campaign, that's the sheet that kind of opens up that download, that will walk you through opt-ins. So different types of opt-ins and what you can offer. So come up with your offer, and then you're going to need a strategy for getting people to join your list. Now, when you think of the sales funnel, this is typically right in the middle, right? So you want to show these ads to people who are familiar with you. Maybe they're people who've interacted with you on Facebook or Instagram in the past. Maybe they're people who have watched your videos. These are people who are going to be are going to know, like, and trust you enough to give you their email address in exchange for the value that you're offering them. So regardless of what strategy you choose, landing page or lead ad, you're going to want to make sure that you exclude the people that are already on your list from seeing these ads. That is super duper important. I see that mistake all of the time. You want to ensure it, whether your list has 10 people on it or 10,000 people, it doesn't matter. You want to ensure that the people on your list are not going to see the ad that is meant to get more people on your list. They're already there. You don't need to show it to them again. So ensure that you've got that custom audience created and that you are excluding them from seeing this ad. Now, When you're ready to run the ad, the first strategy is to create your own landing page. Again, this is something I do on Kartra. I do have an affiliate link for Kartra if you want to check it out. Kartra does my landing pages, my email list, my course. They kind of are an all-in-one solution. So if you go to megbrunson.com slash Kartra, that is an affiliate link, and it'll get you a 14-day trial for a buck. So feel free to head over to megbrunson.com slash Kartra to check that out. So you can build a landing page that encourages people to opt in. Now, the perks to this are that you can pixel that landing page and then drive traffic to it. Of course, you'll be able to retarget people who hit the page but don't opt in and and use that retargeting audience for a variety of other things. And you're also able to customize that page to be on brand and to encourage the conversion, to encourage people to opt in to get your thing, right? So that is the strategy that most people tend to use. 
the thing that people miss most often is a lead generation ad. Now, lead generation ads are really cool. I will have a video that you can watch that's going to be posted in the show notes. So that'll be at megbrunson.com slash 90. And I'll give that link again at the end of the episode. But there will be a video that that kind of walks through what a lead ad looks like. Basically, these ads look just like any other ad, right? They don't look any different, but they do function differently. So when you click on the ad, instead of that ad taking you off Facebook to another landing page, it pops up an opt-in window. So that's a pop-up right within the Facebook platform that has a couple lines you know, that you can customize to encourage the opt-in, and then you can select what fields you want to have included. I typically recommend sticking with just the email field. The more fields you request in that lead generation ad, the less leads will actually come through. So people are definitely turned off by having to provide a ton of information. So I recommend requesting the bare minimum that you need for these ads to be effective. And since we're talking about list building, that's just the email address. So you'll go in, you'll customize these lead ads. Now the con, we'll start with the cons. The con is that it is limited, the customization. So you can't change the colors. It will pull the image in directly from the ad. So that is super convenient. However, you are limited to the amount of text you can put in these lead ads. So you can select to have some intro text or just the questions text, um, but you are limited as to how how many characters, how much, you know, how many words you can put in these lead ads. However, the benefit is that number 1, it is mobile optimized, which means you don't have to worry about that because when you're building a landing page, you have to worry about mobile optimization and you have to ensure that that page looks good on desktop as well as across a variety of mobile devices. When you use Facebook's lead generation ads, they take the guesswork out of that equation for you. So they're all mobile optimized and you don't have to worry about it. That is a huge time saver. Now, reason number two, Facebook lead ads are amazing. They are designed to automatically pull in the information from the Facebook user. So remember I said I recommend you just request the email address. That's all. Facebook lead ads are designed to automatically pre-fill in the email address from the user's profile. Now, I should say, they will, number one, attempt to pull in the email they use to log into Facebook with. Like, that's the default. Number two, if they have submitted a lead ad in the past and they have used a different email address Facebook will retain that information as well. And this is all editable. So if it pulls in the email address that they use to log into Facebook with, but that isn't the address they really want to be using, that's no problem. They can edit that email address and then hit submit. So it is mobile optimized. It auto populates. It auto fills the fields that you've indicated, which makes it super quick and super easy. And it removes all obstacles from the user. Then once they hit submit, it brings them to a thank you page that is also completely customizable by you. Again, there's some limits, right? You can't change like the color of the form, 
it will keep the image that you used in the ad. So it'll keep that standard throughout the form. And there's some customizable text areas, as well as a spot where you can customize a button to link back to your website or the opt-in or you know whatever you want to link them to. So often I recommend linking the lead ad directly to whatever your offer was. So if that lead ad is bringing people to a blog post on your page, set that button to direct them directly to that blog post. Or if it's offering them, you know, a downloadable freebie, set that link to take them directly to a page where they can download the freebie. Now, even if you do that, you want to ensure that the first email that they get is also providing them direct access to that freebie. So I like making sure that they get the freebie in two different ways. One, from the thank you link in the lead generation ad, and two, from an email that your email provider sends automatically upon receiving that lead. This way, again, regardless of how your user interacts with that lead form or with their email, they have the best opportunity of actually seeing and getting that offer. Now, how does the email get from Facebook into your your email provider? Good question. Facebook doesn't integrate directly with email providers. However, it does integrate through a program called Zapier. Zapier has a free version, but if you want to leverage Zapier to integrate with your Facebook lead ads, you will need to pay a $20 monthly fee. Now, this is totally worth it when you're running lead generation ads because it takes the the manpower out of the equation, right? And it makes everything instant. So the Zapier program will take the leads as they come in and instantaneously zap them over into your email provider. And then from your email provider, you'll set up those automations that will send the emails to deliver whatever that offer was. Does that make sense? I highly recommend you use Zapier. That being said, you can manually go in and download your leads at any time. And you can use Zapier to even send the leads via email or send them into a Google spreadsheet. So there are a ton of options if for some reason you don't want them going into an email provider list. You can leverage that however it makes the most sense for your business. And those are the reasons why I highly recommend that you, at the very least, test out lead generation ads. Test them against your opt-in pages to see if you will get a better cost per lead with the lead gen ads. Another reason the lead generation ads can be better is that there's not as many distractions. So with lead generation ads, you're not being distracted by links in the header and the footer and the sidebar, all of that stuff that's on your website and often finds its way into landing pages. You will, however, need a privacy policy. Super important, you should have a privacy policy on your website if you are collecting people's email addresses, and you will need to link that privacy policy into your Facebook lead ads. That being said, it is all optimized to generate leads, which is what you want, right? So test out those lead ads. I'll tell you, I run lead ads for clients across all verticals. Then I highly recommend testing out those lead generation ads. Now, if you have any questions about this process at 
all. You can always ask your questions within the Familypreneur community. Just head over to familypreneurcommunity.com. If you're not already in the group, request to join. We will get you added as quickly as possible. Answering those questions helps that process move along much quicker. And then you can ask your questions in there. You can find the show notes for this episode, including a video of what a lead generation ad looks like. So just in case you haven't seen it, it's a pretty quick little video that kind of walks through the steps of what a lead generation ad looks like. And you'll find all of that at megbrunson.com slash 90. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope that you will keep this in mind the next time you're running a lead generation campaign for your business. Until next time, have a great day, have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Did you know that my mom has a Facebook page, Instagram account, YouTube channel, and more? Her username is The Meg Brunson. Just about everywhere. You should go follow her.